I know you guys miss me. It is my first official episode since the year has started. Oh my goodness. I miss everybody. Now, I know you like, who is she talking to? Duh, you silly. <laughs> like, I miss you. I miss everyone. I miss doing podcasts, talking my shit. But uh, it is 2024. We're definitely not off the drama this year and i'm not gonna say new year new me type shit or whatever it's just basically it's a new year new attitude new motivation new drive new money new pretty much everything like i'm not worried about the past and i'm quite sure the past ain't worried about me but then i need to double back on that because lately the past have been worried about me but been on some low-key shit and we're gonna just keep it as that i'm not worried i don't give a fuck if it ain't directed ain't respected i don't care because i'm definitely not i don't have no enemies okay okay i love all thy enemies and i pray for you all you know at the end of the day i pray that you all get your shit together i pray that you all are blessed this year healthy strong faithful you know you go to god for all your troubles you go to god for all your blissful and blessfulness you know go to god for everything don't come over here with the bullshit don't come over here with the drama i ain't got time for it okay happy motherfucking new yeah, even though it is January motherfucking 29th, I don't care if I am 29 days late, so what, I had been busy this whole time, okay, <sighs> speaking of being busy, right, I've been basically, like, trying to keep my mind focused and trying to get my money right and shit, you know, it's a brand new year coming in, and I'm already fucking up, you know, like, uh-uh, we not, we not doing the whole year like this, fuck that shit, so, I decided to stay away from social media, stay away from, you know, the podcasting, and just keep grinding, because my money is, like, it was looking funny, but I'm back to my thousands, so I'm good, um, yeah, praying that I'll be able to get my mojo in, you know, keep it, keep it, uh, keep it going, keep it stuck. <laughs> I'm praying to be healthier this year because my shit been declining, okay? When I say declining, I mean, it feels like my heart is, uh, what you call it, palpitating and all that other stuff. Like, I feel like... Just because I'm doing Uber all over again, I'm not really walking, doing, you know, no exercising. I feel sluggish. Like, I am not feeling my best. And I don't like that energy, you know? Like, that shit is not cool. I don't pay for my membership just for it to be sitting there. No, no, we is getting the fuck up and we going, going to the gym, finding time to do that as well this year because we ain't got time for this. Listen, at the end of the day... I want to live for my kids and my grandchildren. Okay, even though I only got one grandchild, but I want to live for them. My honey bunny, you know, our blended family. I don't want to live for us. Like, I don't got time for that. Like, speaking of my honey bunny, listen, I really came up here to talk about my testimony, and I was like, 
I was really like emotional when I was thinking about it, but nah, I don't really want to get too emotional. I just thank God for blessing me with a guy like him. He is really amazing. You have no understanding. I mean, I know last year, um, sometime around this time, I don't even remember the date, I had my kid's father. It was me and him, and we came up on here. That was my first podcast ever, and uh, we was basically coming into the new year. We was talking about love, but that shit didn't last long as you can see in my podcast if you actually listen to my podcast as i get to this point you see that it has been a big ass shift and change like i really would thought that moving back to rochester that um god sent me up here for it, it to be us me and him and or just me and his kids or whatever i didn't know what the circumstances was I didn't, I didn't get the kids, and me and him didn't stay in a relationship long because he was still chasing his other kids' moms. And respect to her because at the end of the day, she put up with the shit and stuff, and she put up with a lot of shit. And I used to hate that girl. Me and her used to hate each other, despise each other. We used to kick each other back in and everything, but I was still fucking with this nigga and everything. He used to sit back and watch us do the shit, too. And I can't, I can't go back to that. That shit, you know what I mean? I don't want to go back to no drama where I'm fighting over a nigga and he just letting us fight while he having his cake and eat it too type shit. Like with this guy, Mickey, my boo, my boyfriend, my man, I don't gotta deal with none of that shit, yo. He made me feel like I'm number one and the only one priority. You know what I mean? Like he made me feel like I'm the golden queen of this bitch. He always give me that that good love affirmation and make me feel like I'm the best thing he ever had, yo. I'm honestly, I love this nigga. Like he make me feel like I'm the best bitch on the planet. You feel me? And and when I say this, and I'm talking ghetto as hell right now. I don't talk like this when I'm around him. But like when I say this, I'm talking about how how beautiful he makes me feel. Sometimes, like back in the day, I used to not feel like be- you know my beauty was enough. Like. I never really had that, um, that mentality to get all dolled up. This is way, way in the beginning. Get all dolled up and shit like that. I used to always wear baggy clothes and bummy clothes and stuff like that. And, you know, even I was real hippie and stuff like that. And, you know, people used to still look at me. You know, I was perverse. I look young as shit now. Like, I'm 36. I look like I'm in my 20s, right? Like, I'm 24. So, I imagine me being, like, 15 14 and niggas looking at me like I'm 11. You know what I mean? Like I'm 9 years old and shit. I never really looked at my beauty like as if it was something you know special to look at. So when he talks to me, I just, at the beginning, I used to be like, huh, yeah, you know what I mean? I, I still had that just in me a little bit. But now I got to the point like, yeah, daddy, talk to me nice. <laughs> like, yeah, talk to me. Yeah. I miss him. I be missing him and shit. When he leave my house, he be going doing his little work or whatever. I ain't gonna say little work. He be doing big work. You shit. I ain't, I can't see me doing it. I mean, I am talking about getting in the business with him, but not no hands-on shit. I mean, I do want to learn, like, how to fix some shit, like, the brakes or whatever, but I don't, I don't see myself doing no damn carburetor or no motherfucking engine and shit. <laughs> like, for real. I feel like, with him... Like I talk about him, and this is a, this is really an update. I, honestly, I forgot this is like an update, right? With him, he is um very special. Like 
For instance, right? I know I spoke of this before. I don't know what men like going back into my time. The men, no, the boys that I had in my life. Let me stop stuttering. The boys. I hope you can hear me good. The boys <laughs> that I had in my lifetime, right? I don't know what man in my whole entire lifetime ever being around them would give me give a person that they are you know that they love their all and when I say their all this man has no problems with giving me all his money when he know I got a bill to pay and it's urgent <laughs> like I could keep going let me say I don't know what man right would compromise you know cause he has this thing like he's very neat he's clean and you know, things have to be up to par or whatever in, 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 you know, in his house. My house, I'm not the cleanliest, clean, cleanliest person, however you see that shit. Because I'm, you know, the independent, like, I'm always the one that's, like, working, the breadwinner. I'm always on the go. So I'm expecting my kids to do that shit. And they don't do that shit. I leave the house the house be dirtier than when I fucking left this shit. And now we got motherfucking animals and shit. And it's even worse. So it's a compromise because he got OCD. He's like, oh, I can't deal with this shit. So he'll clean up. You know? He'll clean up the house or whatever. He'll cook and shit. And then go by his motherfucking merry way. Right? You know? I don't know what man would do that. You know, some men would just sit there in filth and not do shit, lift a fucking finger, let alone work. He don't have a boss. He is his boss. He is out here freelancing, working on mechanical shit, whatever you call it, car parts and shit. Let me get my words together. Like, he works on cars. Like, he do brakes, tires, rebuilds, and all that other good shit, whatever the hell. And he's really good at the shit. So that's how he makes his money. Lord, The Lord blessed me with a, a customer who has a two-bay garage that he was um, renting for $900. It's a little far, but he thought I thought of my boo. I thought of my man because he got some friends that he got that got garages and shit, but they don't want to work with him. I mean, that's a little questionable. Why they don't want to work with you? But then I meet them. Oh, I see why they don't want to work with you. They be fucking up. They be listen. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna keep this to like you know brief because I don't want to say who's who's doing what. But there's a, a guy he he has a, he's a friend with that had messed up somebody's truck all because he was going too fast and would not listen to my boo. And I can see why they don't want to work with him because they're jealous. They don't want him to be on top. They don't want him to rise either. It's like, it's crazy. Like, how do your fucking friends if they don't want you to go, to, you know, rise to the top? So I thought about my, my, my honey bunny when he was telling me about a two-bay garage because these other garages, these niggas is playing fifteen to $1,700. This white man told me $900. Yo, when God sent me this dude in my damn car, I thought I immediately called him while we was in the motherfucking car and we told we talked and everything. What? Ever since then they've been working with each other. And I, it's a blessing because 
he gave my honey bunny a dog, which, man, those who follow me knows I always wanted a dog. I always wanted my boyfriend to buy me a dog. Neither one of the broke motherfuckers would buy me one because I would show sure wasn't buying no fucking dog. And he, the guy gave him a dog for free because he had a whole bunch of puppies. And he was like, here, take it. And her name is Bella. She's so cute. Oh, my God. She is triple her size from when she fucking came home. And I just got her ass like four weeks ago, so a month ago. Okay? It was a Christmas present. And I just love her to death. She's so cute. Uh, her name is Bella. She's a full, uh, full um, what you call it? A full, full, damn. <laughs> full, a full-blooded pit bull, okay? Purebred, all right? And I never liked pits. I never liked big dogs or any of that. But because Bella is so small and she was so cute at the time, I was like, oh, let me get her. I didn't know this motherfucker grows 18 inches every fucking week and shit. And she can eat up a house. This motherfucker eats everything. And she only a puppy. I said, God damn, your ass gonna be guzzling shit by the time you get a full-blown adult. Like, <laughs> but I love her to death. You understand me? So... The mere fact that he gave me a free dog, okay? The mere fact that we are about to be working together, okay? The mere fact that he is he is not shy of emptying out his motherfucking pockets when it comes to, you know, handling the business at home. The fact that he is so overprotective of me and my children, like, he, hands down, he put something down and handle that shit for me and mine. And that's why I love that man. I I don't get into no trouble for him to do that, but it's just the fact that he just, he, he's protective. He's a father, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, he, he used to be a husband, but the, the wife would not, you know, appreciate the man. And she dipped off and did what she had to do, and messing around with this thing and the third. I ain't gonna go no further. <laughs> I don't heard the story too many damn times. And, uh, yeah. I, she just didn't appreciate what she had. And I am loving it. Like, you know, just the same as my exes. They ain't love what I, what they had of me. And it threw me, you know, not to say they don't do me to the curb, because after a while you get tired, I threw their ass to the fucking curb. Like, damn, I got to keep talking to you about your shit, getting you together and shit. The fuck I need you for? Because now I can't get my shit together. And it's now it's, the roles has reversed, because he's always on me about getting my shit together but instead of me not listening like the rest of these dudes that I had I'm actually listening fuck that hell yeah I'm gonna get my health together hell yeah I'm gonna get my body together and I'm not saying he'd belittle me or be on my ass about getting my body done or nothing hell no he love all these motherfucking curves baby he be squeezing on my ass and squeezing on he made me feel so good like and it's not like perverted way or anything like that he just loved touching on me and stuff and so I'm so soft to him. I'm like his cuddle buddy, he say. I'm his cuddle bear. You know, I'm Shea Boogie. <laughs> Shea Butter. Like, I love it. The little nicknames and stuff. I don't know. Honey Bunny just came out of nowhere. And I just started calling him Honey Bunny. He called me Butter. Shea Boogie. Or Booty. Yeah, I love it. But anyway... Uh, he be on me about my shit and I have to send it, sometimes get on him about his shit because sometimes he can be overwhelmingly all over the place like he, he take on too many jobs and shit and he can't finish them and shit he, get, he gets like 
too excited that now he gotta be out. He gotta do this, he gotta do that. He got to get this shit done. And like, I'm like, yo, calm down, because at the end of the day, your health is more important than anything. If you ain't right, then none of them jobs gonna get done. Fuck that shit. Now that he got a two-bay garage, that he can work on his rebuilds, which is his engines and his transmissions, and sell them for like $6,000 and above. Now, I know I got me a good man. He can't, first of all, he can't look for me. I ain't come looking for him because right after my guest father, I was done with men. And then here he go. God sent him right in my direction. And I'm like, God, I ain't got no more room. <laughs> like, I don't have no more freaking room for this shit. <laughs> but he, ever since then, he's been A1 day one. He's been the best thing I ever fucking had, yo. Like, I keep, keep bragging about my man. Like I said, he ain't shy of giving up all his change, all his money when it comes to these bills. He ain't shy of cleaning up my house. He ain't shy of uh, getting down and dirty in the kitchen, cleaning up. You know, he helps with my son. He advised my daughter. Like, he, like, it's like everything I pray for in one, honey. And then to top it all off, this man, I ain't never been with somebody who really gives a fuck about my my well-being and my finances and making sure that my life is straight. I'm in a rental right now, right, doing Uber. Now, with the Uber program, they allow you to rent through Hertz, the rental company. Now, this, the, the, the problem with it is you have to pay them $312 a week. Now, if you have another job, this shit don't work for you. But if you make Uber a full-time thing, you understand what I'm saying? If you make Uber a full-time thing, it really doesn't hurt you as much. Because you can make good $1,500, $1,500 a week. So $312 wouldn't look like nothing, really. And if you want Section 8 like me, they consider that as an expense. So it's really not hurting you. But how he look at it is... I'm I'm working to really just pay off the rental because at the time, you know, before the accident, I honestly was basically every week was making just enough for me just to pay the rental because I was working at McDonald's. I'm still working at McDonald's, but I'm taking my quitting. Let my daughter just take it full throttle since she's 17. It's her thing. It's her youth. I'm 36. I'm too old for McDonald's. I've been working at McDonald's on and off since 2016. It's time for me to go. I'm overall just tired, but I got to make sure I can secure Uber first and with the car or something or, you know, get my sheep goddess or something on the line where I got lucrative in, um, income coming in or whatever. Anyway, so I'm paying three twelve a week with the Uber um, program and he's like, you know, you're paying out a lot of money with this Uber. I wish you would get your shit together and go ahead and get you a car. This, that, and the third. This is in a, this is like kind of like early on, maybe. I got the, the program like May, and he started saying that like around July. He started seeing that I'm honestly making nothing because <laughs> I keep having to dish out the money to pay for the rental and shit, you know. They actually took the rental from me because I couldn't afford the payments every week or whatever. Then I wound up getting another rental, which was an electric car, and he helped me get that. He helped me pay for it, you know. He went half with me on the payment so I can get me another rental because I was back walking again. 
and he just was like, nah, this ain't, uh, I ain't feeling that. So he helped me get the rental, and he was like, no, now this is your time for you to grind, get that fucking money, <laughs> so you can get you a motherfucking car. <laughs> you know, he said all oh, like that, like, he basically was just telling me, like, save your money, make the money, set it and forget it, make your money and put it up, make your money, put it up, make your money, put it up, boom, then I get into a car accident, that shit shook me, like, I was really bad off, because, like, for one, they hit me from behind to a, to, to the point I spun around, I had a client in the car, she got hurt, and I was, like, just shaking, I didn't know what to do, who did I call, I called the cops, then I called my honey bunny. I had nobody else to call in the middle of the hour, bro. Like, 3.38 in the morning, what are you doing racing or whatever the hell he was doing? Just hauling ass. past the stop sign and hit me from behind. And that shit just, like, it ruined my whole, my whole mojo because I was just getting it. Like, I was just starting to get my money together. And that happened. The car got totaled. I had to wait and sit out for two weeks and shit. And when I was able to get another car, I was not able to drive as much because I had, like, low-key some PTSD going on. I swear, I just, I felt, I felt so scared, like, to drive because every time I pass, like, a, a side street or a driveway, and, you know, up here, for some apparent reason, these motherfuckers got these high beam lights on and shit, so at night, it's so scary. All I can hear is the crash every time I see the lights on the side of me. If it was on the right side, I just see the crash. I hear the crash. I hear the crash. And I used to be just jumping and scared, like, with the customer in the car as if they, I just got hit or something. And I just, like, freaking out. So I was like, nope. I can't do this at night. I can only do this during the day. And it was fucking up my money. I was not making... I was barely making the fucking money for the motherfucking rental, yo. I was like, nah, I gotta get this shit together. So it took me a good three weeks before I actually started getting money, making money, and getting my shit together. And when I finally did, he was like, you know what? I got you. And sure enough, he did. I didn't believe him because he always used to tell me that he had a car for me or whatever. We always used to, like, talk about, you know, having getting a car and stuff like that in the beginning. And he was like, I got a car for you. I thought he used to always like, have my hopes up so high and shit. I'm like, I can't trust you. I can't fuck with you. We got into arguments all the time or whatever. He was like, well, if you get the, if you get the fucking money, you can get you a car, this and that. All I got to do is find you one. You just get the money, this and that, and the third, right? Boom. So he keeps showing me all these cars. It was this nice car that I just didn't have the money for. And he had to just let it go. So, after all of the accident and stuff like that, he said, you know what, I got you. This man found me a car, and he paid for it. What? God is so good. <laughs> I don't have to pay him back or nothing. He paid for the car. Of course, the car came because it was so cheap. The car, the guy... I mean, here this, let me tell you this blessing. The guy was moving. He's moving out of state, and he needed the money to... um to to you know to move and pay for the deposit and stuff like that so what happened was he was gonna go sell it to the junkyard 
so he can get some money for it, scrap it or whatever. And he happened to, you know, call him and he was like, yeah, let me get that, blah, blah, blah. He, at the time, he didn't have all of it, so he just gave him a down payment. And he was like, I'm going to need this, yada, yada, yada. And they worked out a deal. Next thing you know, he paid in full. He had a whole, he had the title. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. And I just started smiling from ear to ear because I never had nobody buy me a car. I First of all, I never had someone invested in me that much, okay, to the point, like, they really give a fuck about me. Me. I'm always giving a fuck about them doing for them. You know what I'm saying? I could I could give you a rundown of all the things that I did for niggas. You know, expecting them to give me, you know, look me out in return. No, motherfuckers is selfish, lazy, don't want to do shit, and expecting for you to do shit all the fucking time. Nah, we ain't doing that shit. So, with him... He got the car. Like I said, it's some issues with the car or whatever. And he had some personal shit that he had to deal with with his truck or whatever. And so right now, it's like it's either I get the part or he get the part. Right now, I'm just getting back on track. So I might as well just go ahead and get the part for the car. So the car needs a brand new transmission because it's the shift, the, the shift what you call it, the shifts are sticky, the gears are sticky, so he's gonna fix that part, but in the meantime, it's just sitting in his friend's lot, and I see that it's so pretty and red and stuff, it's a 2012 Ford Focus, just enough years on it, I'm years and mileage on it for when I go to Uber, (laughs) which is an Uber car, now, they say you have to have a car that's 2008 and above. Then that's 2012. I can have that shit until that shit don't run no fucking more. Which is the point of having the Uber car. I do not need to pay 312 a week. All I gotta pay is like 250 full coverage for car insurance once a month and stack my bread. That is the point. Yo, y'all don't think I'm gonna take care of my man? Y'all must be fucking dumb. I'm... The way I treated my men back in the day, I'm definitely on this type of time with my men right here. We almost a fucking year, March 7th, okay? Here it is, January 29th. I gotta take care of my man. And I'm not saying take care of him like he a baby and I gotta coddle him and stuff. Because he a whole grown man. He'll, he gets... Listen, there's plenty of times where I was about to take my money and give it to him and whatever. And that man is too much of a man. His pride and ego is too much. He would not take my money. If it ain't gas money or nothing like that, he ain't taking my money for nothing else. Like, I never had that. Yo, he don't have no drug problem, no alcohol problem, no nothing. Like, where... Oh, he'll take my money and spend it on that instead. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like, it's like the love is so pure and genuine. I just, listen, God gave me this man. He's somebody I pray for. And one day I'm going to talk about this testimony. It's so emotional. It's so emotional. I'm going to give you a full hour on it. But right now, I'm in the middle of doing Uber. I just had to stop and talk about my man because, again, it's a new year. It's new beginnings for everybody. And this is the time where I have to talk about my man and give you guys an update on my Pisces. He is the best thing on earth. And I was so skeptical about Pisces. Now, you know how... You date your you date yeah you date your type for a while and then you no longer like that type you just switch up and you find somebody that is the total opposite of your actual type 
my man fit in that category. And I am grateful <laughs> that he is. Yes, my man is that kind of guy. He's a bald head guy. I never thought I'd date a bald head guy. He's definitely chocolate. He's not chocolate chocolate. He's like milk chocolate. Like with a hint of milk. Mm, he's so good looking. And you know, being that he's older or whatever, you can see the little grays and stuff coming in his face or whatever. He's be the first person I ever dated with grays in their face or whatever. I love him down like 100%. And to date a mechanic. I never dated a mechanic before. I always prayed for a mechanic because I always used to have car trouble. But now I date a mechanic who's giving me a car. Bitch, who the fuck? I Go back where? <laughs> Yo, the conversations we used to have about me getting back to my, my kid's father, which was like a nightmare. We always talk about, we always used to talk about him because... He's worried. He used to be worried that I would always go back to her if my kids father get his shit together. Cause he don't want. He don't want. He he. Being that he had liked me a lot at the time, he didn't want to lose me to somebody like him or whatever. You know, cause he'll basically fight for me. But he said that he shouldn't have to. Vice versa, I shouldn't have to either. But I would. <laughs> I definitely for that right there. Hell yeah, I fight a bitch over that. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. Thought you was like you thought you was coming back, bitch. You dumpster. But anyway, say <laughs> that. Like, nah, nah, I did ask for fight somebody though. But um, now nah, I'm looking like nah. You ain't gotta worry about that. I know my, my kid's father is like a normal thing. It used to be for me to go back to him every time I'm not in a relationship. He not in a relationship or whatever, or he do the little sneakily thing. Yeah, uh-uh. Go back for what? Ain't nothing there to go back to, honestly. Like, my man gives me the world, seriously. That he gives me daily affirmations every time he sees me. Tell me I'm beautiful. Tell me he's proud of me. I, come on. Nobody tells me they're proud of me. You know, I have, like, a very select few that say they're proud of me because they know exactly what I've been through and now I'm rising and shit. But other than that, my man sees me. He sees my flaws, like, all of that shit. He accepts everything about me. You know, he keeps me into line. He put me in check. And I'm not talking about aggressively or nothing like that. He just makes sure that I'm straight. And then I got my head on straight and making sure that I'm not walking, you know, down the street looking crazy. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not talking about a physical appearance. It's just like him knowing something that ain't right. And he just see me walk right dead into it. Nah, he ain't that type of person to watch me fall and shit like that. If anything, he gonna come right there with me and making sure that everything is legit standing right in front of me. And then next thing you know, we right on the side of each other. This man right here is a miracle. I never thought that I would be falling in love again. I always thought that it would be me and my kid's father getting married one day after he get his shit together like me being dumb and naive and just accepting everything that went with it like everything that went with it because I'm so used to him you know being involved in my life you know what I'm saying like no uh uh God sent me the right man at the right fucking time you know God would give you like for instance you keep dealing with somebody, for instance, like me. I kept dealing with my kid's father. And everybody knows the story. Most of y'all know the story. You know, I don't went to church and everything. Asked God to take him away from me and everything. And I, like I said, I'm going to tell this testimony right. Because it deserves some light on it. But I'm going to give you the very, very shortest version ever. 
I basically went to God and told him to take him away from me, and he pretty much did that. I don't need to go back to that shit. I keep going back, and things kept falling for me. The further I am away, the good thing, the gooder my life becomes. And I'm telling you, the minute I think about him and go back in in a direction like I want to marry him or get back in a relationship, nah. God is like, hell no. So he gives me a glimpse of what my life will be like or look like, you know, the the with the thought process that I had at the time. Oh, what if I live with him? Came up here to visit, say the night, it's him and his baby mother, she in the bed. I'm just in the living room sleeping shit. So yeah, she she needed a place to stay and at the time I thought I needed a place to stay. Yeah, so yeah, God gave me that glimpse and that I ain't like that shit. I said, Nope, God, I don't want that. So <laughs> let me tell you, I say, okay, maybe move moving back to Rochester was a good thing maybe it's for us to get back together get back together with this nigga and sure enough who he's texting his baby mother same person he was just in the bed with and telling how he love her and this and the third he oh he can't move on so fast you know God gave me a glimpse of that so he showed me what my life would be like with this man forever because ain't nothing changing. She ain't going nowhere. And it's okay. I'm okay with that. But at the time, it was hurtful because, like, after all these fucking years, after all, after all these years, you going to still treat me and do me like that? Yeah, I'm good on it. <sighs> I thank God for the man that he sent me. I don't want to jeopardize. I don't want to do anything that affect this affect our relationship. I want our relationship to get stronger. But the fact that this man asked me for my ring size, honey, I'm like, hold up, late. Wait, let me uh, meet the rest of your family first. Let me let let's build a, a company first. Let's do let's do other shit first, guys. You wait, wait a minute, damn it! <laughs> you are a blessing. But I'm going to take this as a promise ring if you get one. I don't know. Because like I said, he has promised me cars before. And it led up to the car that I have now. It took a minute to get those cars. Kept talking about a car. Showing me a car. And I never got the damn car until now. But now he's talking about a ring. He ain't got the ring. But he's talking about a ring. And asked me for my ring size. Now, is that a preparation for marriage? Because I did say I want to be married before I'm 40 years old. I don't know. Only time will tell, y'all. Pray for me. Okay? Anyway, this is your girl, Shay. Coming through, and I'm about to end this motherfucking podcast with a positive note. If God is trying to get your motherfucking attention, bitch, you better motherfucker open your eyes and your ears, and you better listen to every word because He will send you subliminals, He will send you a sign, He will fucking block something, He will stop you in the dead middle of whatever you got going on just to grab your attention trust me when i say this i can't wait to tell this testimony and let you know what i mean by that shit okay listen god is here for you all you gotta do is open your arms and open your ears open your mouth and ask him tell him whatever it is your problem ask him to forgive you and ask him to fucking help you in your situation i'm telling you now it's a gemini's word her name is shay you already know baby